Hey, this is Chris Simon. I want to welcome you to a special edition of the God Taught Me Show. Of course, I'm here with my main man, Pots and Pans, TJ Laurie. How you doing, TJ? I'm good, man. My homie with the chrome domey. <laughs> good stuff. And not only do we have TJ here and myself, but we are on the road. Uh, the Worry Less, Pray More book uh, uh, book, tour. book tour on the road, you could say. But we're in a little town called Hamilton, New Jersey. It's an awesome town, by the way. And it has awesome people in this town. Hardworking people. A lot of farms here. And one of those awesome folks is a man named Dan McCanny, who's had a great, powerful influence in my life. Dan is a business owner of Ohana Juice Bar here in Hamilton on Central Ave, number 10 Central Ave. And he's also a pastor, and he's also uh, mentored me and blessed me, and he's part of my ministry. So uh, I'm honored to be here, Dan, and have you on the uh, God Taught Me radio show. Yeah, well, I'm honored that you guys are here. This is awesome. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, and if you uh, if you hear any like weird, strange background noises, it's because we are literally in the middle of this juice bar where they're making all sorts of things, smoothies and acai bowls. I brought my wife with me today who loves acai bowls. She's eating one right now behind us. Um, and Dan, yeah, just thanks for having us here. And um, so we've been talking about what? The mind of Christ, right? And what it would look like if you were able to access that full mind of Christ. So like Chris led us into, Dan is somebody who lives that way and who strives to access the mind of Christ. So Dan, I guess just from me, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I, uh, you know, as Chris said, I'm, um, we've been friends for a long time. Uh, most of that time I've been in the ministry of some sort, uh, either youth ministry or pastoral ministry or other kinds of ministry. And, uh, and learning all that time that actually the whole, my whole life is a ministry. It's really not se uh, segregated into what you do in a church building, what you do. Uh, I work at the high school also right now, what I do there, what I do here at the juice bar. It's all, it's all living out uh, the life that Christ has given us. Uh, you know, the scripture says that uh, we've been crucified with Christ. It's, we don't live anymore, but Christ lives in us. And so uh, so that's what we try to do. So everything we, we try to do, whether it's through this juice bar business or whether it's when we're at the high school or whether when, when we're in a church meeting of some sort or just hanging out with friends, uh, we just try to be Christ-like as much as possible, um, as much as we've learned and as much as we've matured in that. So uh, I'm growing and learning every day how to be more like Jesus and uh, how to show it in different ways, you know. In, in here, here at Ohana, which is our newest kind of newest venture, so to speak, uh, we've been open about 10 months. And um, when people come in here, uh, they don't always just leave with a smoothie or an acai bowl or a salad or something like that. I remember talking with one girl one time and I just said, um, you know, this is more than a juice bar. And she says, yeah, I can tell. And we ended up being able to pray with her and minister with her. And many people have been ministered to here because it's, it's, uh, it's not, we don't separate our life out like that. You know, as much as possible, uh, it's, it's Jesus all the time, you know, mm. and that's what it needs to be. I love that, man. And uh, it's like it's always turned on. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's not a light switch that you turn off. And I can attest to you and your wife, Marcy, uh, you know, successful in ministry, but just in a great example of one of a marriage, right? You guys are, are that for sure. And also just a great example of a guy that follows Christ. So 
man, you know, Dan, one thing I said earlier before we started the radio show, I said to TJ and, and his wife, Sarah, was that you're always smiling regardless of <laughs> whatever you're going through because you've been through some trials. Mm-hmm. You've been through some things, but you, you really trust the Lord. Mm. And uh, that's been amazing to me to watch. You know what I mean? It's been encouraging for me and, and, and uh, it's, you know, contagious, you know, and, and you're the guy that encourages people you know like you can do this you know what mm-hmm. i mean like when i was writing the worry less pray more book you were right there alongside of me saying don't give up you know because i went through some hard uh things with that where i you know wanted to give up on writing a book and and speaking of the book you've given out hundreds right here out of out yeah. of ohana so this is a it's a restaurant it's it's you know there are people coming in right now as we speak eating and and mm-hmm. ordering stuff so like tj said if you hear hear background noise it's because we're live mm-hmm. in a restaurant but in his restaurant, he uses it. Dan uses his restaurant and other things for, you know, for to the advancement of the, of the kingdom of God, which is amazing, you know. Uh, you know, I mean, the radio, we could talk about that, you know, forever. But so I just want to commend you for that, man. You use everything you have, your house. You've opened your home up to so many use over the years, all these things that I've witnessed you do. So and now here you are having a ministry and you got this ministry you won't you probably won't say it or you wouldn't have said it on the radio you use this ministry the funds go towards the the church and everything mm-hmm. else this is just straight up ministry for the lord that happens to be a business so that's awesome man good stuff I'm, I'm so happy to be here i love that you uh bring your books by because we don't like you know we don't stand behind the counter and say oh you want a book you want a book you know i mean there's a few people that you know we might get in conversation with and we go hey this would be a great book for you but that's probably been a you know a handful of people uh most of the time people just see it there we have a little sign that says go ahead and take one our gift to you or something like that and um between that and also life books get out i'm out of them i just noticed i just brought more the other day um and we just let them sit there, and while pe- while we're making people smoothies, they pick them up and they're looking through them, and they're like, "Oh, can I have this?" Or sometimes they you know, they know they can, and they just take it. Or they'll come back and go, "Hey, can I get one for my sister?" Or can I get one for my dad? And I just love it because the book is so um, it's so easy to read and so easy to uh, receive from, and and you don't have to be you know a theologian or somebody who knows a lot about the Bible. Or you can be, <laughs> and it still speaks to you. It's still, it's still an encouraging book, and I just, I love that we get to give them out. I think it's, it's awesome that we get to be this uh, conduit that they get to flow through. So thanks, thanks for, thanks for writing it, and thanks for letting us pass it out. Uh, amen, bro. Thank you. We're, you know, partners in the ministry, and uh, it's amazing what God is doing. How we can give them out for free? All of them, it's almost sixteen thousand copies now. It's a whole other story, awesome. whole other book. We can write a book about the book. But if anybody's listening and you still haven't got a copy of the Worry Less, Pray More book, which just teaches you how to enjoy God as a Father through the means and the mechanism of prayer, uh, you know, go to GodTaughtMe.com and all you have to do is pay the shipping, and we'll send you the book out for free. It would be our pleasure to do that. And if you want to give some out for Easter or after Easter, which is coming up this Sunday. You know, we'll be willing to give you some books for that, too. So what do you think, TJ? I know you like this place because we've got surfboards hanging all over the place. Yeah, I feel right at home here. Uh, it's really cool, Dan. And uh, I was the first to arrive today. And I, I got to say, when we came here, we were like, this is our third time here. 
And uh, there's always worry less, pray more books on the shelf. You know, sometimes there's a whole stack sometimes. So you can tell when Chris has been here. But when we got here today, we were like, man, where's all the worry less, pray more books? <laughs> and then, of course, Chris comes in five minutes later with like a huge box and restocks the place <laughs> up. But that just goes to show how many people you have in and out of your door mm. that are like taking these books every mm. day. And it's just so cool. And it's just so awesome to see that like, yeah, this place is more than just a juice bar mm-hmm. and how God's using it. So that being said, where, where'd this place come from? Like, how did it even start? Well, we, um, actually it was Chris took me to a conference one time. That's right. I <laughs> forgot called, about that. Yeah, yeah. Took me to a conference one time, uh, called star church. And they talked about how you could, um, help fund your church or ministry with, um, with a for-profit business. And so we just kept, you know, over the few years, that's probably been four years ago or so, maybe more, probably more. Yeah, I think five, it was more. Five or six, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, you know, it was in my mind. And awesome so conference. I continued to just ask the Lord, you know, what, what could we do? What could we do? And, um, you know, we had, we talked with our team and, and, you know, we had different ideas. And every time we, we came up with an idea that we thought, well, this might work, you know, it was just like, it didn't feel right. You know, it, you know different cleaning businesses or whatever they were um and it just didn't feel right so we uh we just kept seeking god and at, and and at one point we felt like uh the juice bar came up i i really can't even tell you the the detail of how it came up now but um you know uh so i was like oh yeah how about a juice bar i think a juice bar would be great and talked with my wife and then we talked with our team and everybody's like yeah and we realized that um, Hamilton is a is a great little town. It's got loads of great restaurants. I know you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton has a black belt in good food. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, and so, uh, but there wasn't anything like this. You know, there was lots of Italian places, Mexican places, and and loads of loads of good pizza places. But there was nothing that was like just focused on healthy food. Other other places have healthy food, of course, but. Um, nothing like this and we knew uh, you know after we started looking into it we realized this was a kind of an up-and-coming business that uh, we saw some other ones in the area uh, we're like hey you know those are doing pretty well so uh, we just said okay what do do we do God so this actually this location that we're at right now came up a couple times some uh, a friend of mine said hey that might be a good spot for Ohana, we're like, um, oh, by the way, yeah, Ohana. Let me stop. Let me stop for a second. And we were like, what would, what should we call? And we, we were thinking about different uh, names that we could call it. And um, uh, then Ohana just came up again. Yeah, we just try to just run everything through the Holy Spirit, and that's it. Seemed right, you know. Yeah. So what uh, does Ohana mean? Ohana means family, and uh, and you know me, you know I'm all about family. Yeah, you are. Uh, and whether it's blood family or extended family or church family or whatever, um, now you know the whole town's our family now. It's it's awesome. Yeah. But, um, so it really is is kind of a life message for us is is family, and we didn't even realize. Um, the whole impact of that when when we got you know we felt like we got the name we looked it up uh made sure somebody else in new jersey wasn't using you know a honda juice bar we even got the website i was i was shocked that we were able to even get the website and um so you know the name the location and then we uh, i called the landlord and he's oh i just rented that spot and we're like oh man uh okay and we thought well that's great because we don't have any money anyway so I thought, well, it'll buy us a little time to get some money together. And then it, it came up again because it was a short-term lease. 
We're like, oh, I called him. It's like, oh, you know what? We want the we want the spot. And he goes, oh, I just rented it last week. And so this wow. this time it was to another restaurant. And I'm like, well, we still don't have any money, so I guess it's all right. Uh, and then um, we watched as as it went on. And unfortunately, the other restaurant didn't didn't really pan out. They were only open for like nine months or so. And um, so then I heard I heard that was going on. So I called the landlord again. And, and really, as it happened, we still didn't have any money saved up for it. And um, I. Uh, uh, I'm blowing leaves in my yard one Saturday morning and I just got this faith that just rose up in me because I didn't have anything to offer the guy. I didn't say, oh, you know, this is what we can do. You know, I got my down payment or any, any of that. I just had faith and uh, I had faith enough to call the guy and say, hey, I want, the, I want the juice bar. I want that spot. You know, we want to put a juice bar in there. He's like, oh, okay, well, if, you know, come get the keys. Wow. I said, okay. So I went and got the keys. He goes, when do, you, when do you think you might be able to open? This was in December. And uh, I said, oh, we should be able to be open by February, you know, which was probably really silly. But, you know, I really thought that was possible. Um, so, uh, you know, we started coming in here and looking at the place. And it, it was not in the, in the kind of condition we knew we envisioned uh, our juice bar to look. You know, it was much darker and... The lighting wasn't right, even the walls weren't quite right. And um, so uh, we, we came in here one day and just started pulling uh, the walls off. <laughs> the yeah. layers of walls that I we needed to fix. I remember it was gutted. And, but you, you, know, you were telling me during the process how God provided uh, sheetrock, God provided workers, God provided this, God provided that. But the main thing that you said that I caught was that you were blowing your leaves and faith rose, rose mm -hmm. up within you. Mm -hmm. You know, in Hebrews 11 says that nothing, you, you can't please God without faith, right. Hebrews 11, 6. But mm -hmm. it also says in the beginning of that chapter that Noah built the ark by faith. Mm -hmm. Abraham left, uh, you know, his home and went to a destination he didn't know about by faith. Right. So there's, there's something there about faith. And you built this juice bar, which is now operating, bringing glory to God, creating employment for for people mm -hmm. and uh and you spread the gospel through this place you know um but it all started with faith right you know what i mean so to me that's the thread of uh maybe this whole radio show that we're going to go with you know what i mean by faith because that's how this juice bar was founded and and also how god directed your path prior to this to take you to a conference mm -hmm. to reveal to you that nonprofits or ministries can have what they call legally a for-profit arm mm -hmm. of their nonprofit ministry, mm -hmm. meaning they can have some type of business that will help fund the the work of God. Right. Rather, you be going on missions, you know, uh, you know, to build homes for people or whatever it is, you can have some type of company that's connected to your for-profit. And that's what you did. So you took it. You went to the conference. It was a dream for a little bit. Then you then you did those leaves, and the Lord basically spoke to your heart and told you to believe. Mm -hmm. You know, and now we're we're actually enjoying the fruit of it. Literally, yeah. we just had uh, <laughs> juices. So it's amazing. But faith is the thing that activated your dream or or made your dream come to fruition. You know. What kind of obstacles did you have? Well, one is no money, right? Yeah, we had no money. We, we had no money to do it with. Um, uh, and, and, you know, we did everything wrong. I remember talking to a, uh, an attorney friend of mine and uh, just who wanted, you know, wanted to help us out and, and, and did help us out. 
but I, I w was talking with him one day and I said, I know I'm doing everything wrong. I, I know this is the, totally not the way to open a business and start a business, um, but I have to do it because God said to do it. So he said, we just kept moving and we did everything we could do. And then God showed up with the next step of what we couldn't do. Like we, you know, we tore the walls down to, the, to where we, and got them ready. Uh, uh, to where they needed sheetrock, and then somebody provided the sheetrock, and then uh, and then it, then another group came in and helped us put the sheetrock up. I didn't have the equipment to put it up, and they helped put it up. That's you know, that's amazing. That's how that's how God. You know, when Joshua was going uh, across the Jordan River, right? Mm -hmm. uh, God told him to put his foot in the water. Remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He had yeah. to step in before the water was split. Whereas with Moses, the Red Sea was split. Right. You know, but with Joshua, Joshua had to like, you know, make a move first. You know right. what I mean? And with me personally, I think there's so many things that God wants to do in my life. And if you're listening to this broadcast right now, I'm sure there's a million things that God wants to do in your life. But it might not ever happen if you don't take that step of faith. I don't know what it is for you. For me, it was to start writing the book, mm -hmm. you know, and then I had to believe God. You know, you know the story and TJ knows the story, but. Here I am, cost thousands of dollars, right, to get the initial printing. But God said, you're not allowed to ask anyone for help. you got to stay on your knees and rely on me. Wow. And, then, you know, you could talk about that. You could preach it. and You could do this. You could do that. You can read about it. But when you call <laughs> upon to do it and God mm -hmm. says, no, you're not going to this guy. You're not going to that guy. You're not asking him. You're not asking anybody. Right. You're not allowed to ask anybody to help you get this project done. And God came in super strong, you know what I mean? Because he's the only one that I could rely on. And uh, it's just amazing. It's, you know, every time I hear somebody talk about, well, like, what you're talking about, where they had to believe and they had to literally believe. Like, you had no money. Mm -mm. And now we're sitting in a place that was built with no money. <laughs> yeah. That came in, of course. <laughs> yeah. Through all kinds of ways, you know. Yeah, and they got a layer of surfboards on the wall. <laughs> so do you surf? Dan? Even these? No, even these were given to me. A really? friend of mine uh, made these. Uh, Gonzo Macabeo made these. Wow, they're beautiful. He surfed on them. Yeah, you, that one's all waxed up. You can, yeah, that's crazy. I, I cleaned this one off at least one side, and uh, he surfed on them. He, I, I said, Gonzo, I need you to make me a surfboard for Ohana, and he's and he, he's he's actually in a, a, a woodworking school uh, up in Vermont. And he just didn't have time. But he goes, just go get a couple out of my garage or go get one out of my garage. So I went and I said, you know, I couldn't decide between this one and that one. And so I went and um, I went and picked two out. And I figured, well, let's, you know, let me, let, we'll vote. We put them up against the wall. We'll vote. Anyway, we voted this one. And then I, I, to, I told him, oh, I'll bring your other one back. He goes, no way. He said, you can't give me the other one back. He goes, as soon as you, as soon as you came and got those, um, it was like my offering to you because I was going to pay him to do it. He said, as soon as you came and got those, uh, something happened that was at school. He needed some amount of money or something. I forget the exact story. And he said, as soon as you got those and, and I gave you those surfboards, um, God provided for my need more than I needed. And he goes, there's no way you're going to give me anything back oh, or wow. anything for him. That's awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was so cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's so cool to see this. And if, if you're wondering what these boards look like. We'll make sure we put some pictures up <laughs> on Facebook or something so you can see because they're really awesome. Um, but if you had to like, you know, hearing about your story, if you had to 
talk to somebody who's out there listening today and, and we're talking about faith and just having the faith to get something started, you know, what, what's an aspect of your story that you would, um, you would just love somebody to hear as to, to get them over their, you know, their mountain that they're struggling with? I, I guess I would say that um, if you know God and you, you can trust him, hmm. you can trust him that he doesn't, he doesn't leave you out on, hanging on a limb by yourself. He walks right out there with you. And um, there were times when we were like, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to do this next step? And I would, my wife and I would talk and I said, you know, we don't need that particular thing today. But when we need it, God's going to provide it. Oh, that's so good. And we didn't get done by February, by the way. But, but we did get done. And we got done, I'm sure, at the exact right time God wanted us to be done. Uh, we wanted to be done the next month and the next month. And we got done, finally finished and made it into what we wanted it to be by uh, the third Thursday in May. Because there's a third Thursday event in Hamilton uh, every month. And we're like, we have to be, we have to be open by then. And um, the day we opened, well, a couple, maybe it was one or two days before, uh, a friend of mine uh, donated another business, several business, uh, other business people who are Christians donated major things to this. Um, and it wasn't for a tax write-off. It was just because they were our friends. Wow. And they believed in what we were doing. So we had got a 12-foot counter donated, a, a cabinet, custom-made cabinet just for Ohana. And then the day we were opening, a guy came with a quartz countertop 12 feet long quartz countertop and installed it in fact the other guy the cabinet maker also the owner he goes i don't even install these things but he came and he installed it and then the owner of the uh, uh merlino marble that was marzilli construction and then merlino marble came and they uh, uh installed this quartz countertop for us and it's beautiful it's exactly what we needed and it was exactly the day we it. needed it and we opened that night <laughs> That's a blessing, man. But you know what? That back to that day, you were blowing the leaves. What did God like? Did God like just tell you to start believing, or you just felt like you could believe? I what just happened? felt like I could believe. It just, it just. I think it, uh, you know the Bible talks about a gift of faith, and I think that's what it was. It wasn't something I, you know, conjured up. I didn't like read the Bible all night long or fast or anything about this particular thing. I'm, those are all good things to do. It just was like call the guy call the guy in fact i was going to call someone else and get a, another uh, entrepreneur business person i was going to call them and get um their advice on it before i called the the landlord and i couldn't get through to him and it's probably a good thing because later on uh, i did get through to him they were like no don't do it don't, <laughs> don't uh -huh. do it because you don't you're not ready you're not ready you need to do it this way you need to yeah. do it that way and um it was kind of a good thing i didn't get through to him because god had given me faith and when God gives you faith, and I think back to your question, you've got to just stick with that. You can trust God to mm. carry you through anything, whether it's opening a business or whether it's writing a book or whether it's starting a ministry or whether it's just helping your family out or, or you, see, you see your family in, in a difficult situation and you want to, you, Whatever you it need is, to yeah. see that come through and you can trust God to come through on those mm. things if you have faith. But Jesus asked the disciples all the time, like, where's your faith? Where's your faith? Right. Because he d expects us to have it because he gives it to us. That's so good. I mean, uh, I'm thinking of a, a scripture, Mark 
the book of Mark, which anybody listening, man, after this broadcast, read the book of Mark if you want to bolster your faith, you know, because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, right? Romans 10. But in Mark, there's a man named Jairus. He's a ruler of the synagogue, and he has a daughter, and his daughter uh, is sick and, and, and uh, really sick. So he knows who to go to. He goes to Jesus Christ. And uh, he gets to Jesus and he says, you know, basically, would you heal my daughter? Jesus is like, let's go. And while they're walking, another woman enters the, the chapter of Mark 5. And she says she was also sick. She had an th uh, issue where she bled all the time. And she spent all her money on doctors. And, it, and the Bible says actually made her worse. And then she said, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, mm -hmm. I shall be healed. Right? So she didn't even go up to Jesus and ask him to be healed. What she did was bum-rushed him, grabbed his garment, and she was instantly healed. And Jesus was walking with a tremendous crowd around him. And the Bible says he stopped. And he asked his disciples, wait a minute, time out. Who just touched me? And they're like, what do you mean who touched you, Lord? All kinds of people are touching you. He goes, no, somebody basically touched me with faith. You know, power went out mm -hmm. from within me. I don't know who did it. And then she came up shaking and crying because she was scared. And Jesus said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well, right? So we're talking about faith. So then later on in the story, people come from Jairus's home. You know what they tell Jairus? Don't bother Jesus any longer. Your daughter is dead. Mm -hmm. Here's the part I want to get to. This is I just read it the other day. You know what Jesus said? The Bible says overhearing, talking about mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, overhearing what these guys said to Jairus about don't bother me, don't bother Jesus any longer. Your daughter's dead. The Bible says Jesus overheard it, turned to Jairus and said, don't be afraid only believe and i know for me personally one of the biggest hindrances for me walking by faith is fear you know and we were talking about the mind of christ last week that if you could borrow the mind of christ for 24 hours one thing you definitely won't have is fear because right. jesus you know was fearless you know, sometimes i see cars pickup trucks four-wheel drive especially in the town of hampton you got a lot of farmers here but you'll see that fearless on the windshield or on the back window or whatever but it takes the, you know, and I guess, you know, you might have had some fear. You might have had some doubt when you opened this. You know, here you are. You have a dream. You have no money. And here and here we are later down the road. I don't know. How, how long has it been since you've been open? About 10 months. About 10 months. Yeah. You, people are coming 11. in left and right. It's a successful business. You see God's hand on it. It's blessed. But initiated with faith. And so what I want to say to our listeners today is, Maybe there's something that God's laying on your heart. You're listening to this radio broadcast. And you know God wants you to try to do something by faith. That's really how he wants you to do it. You know, and uh, maybe you just need to get along with God and, and ask God to strengthen your faith. Ask God to bolster your faith. And, uh, yeah, get confirmation, you know, if this is the thing that you should be doing, whatever it is. Maybe, maybe God's speaking to you about moving to another town or into another home. You know, something big. And you're scared. And, uh, and, you know, most of us would be. But if you can pray about it and ask God to bolster your faith, you know, you'll get the faith that you need to act on it. And then once you act on that, you might not see anything yet because it's by faith. That's when God seems to show up. Don't you agree? I would agree. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, to take it a little further, the other things we didn't have are... Um, We'd never owned a business before, so we didn't have any real business know-how. We never 
really made juices and smoothies and salads and stuff like that before. Um, and the other thing God provided for us was a person, a friend of ours who had been part of our congregation for about a year, who had already owned her own restaurant, who had already worked at a juice bar and knew exactly what to do. And, and the Lord had told her not to work for this particular period of time. But just like, just like the Lord told you to write a book, but you can't yeah, sell it. Not, not yeah, yeah, not and work not during that selling. time and not take any money for it. She said, she said, I will come help you and get, get you started. And she came and volunteered for weeks. I don't know. My wife probably could confirm this. Like maybe it was a couple months. Uh, just to totally volunteered and trained us and helped us know how to do and what we so those are all the things we didn't have on our own but we did have and you mentioned this a few minutes ago uh, faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of God the word of God is not just the scripture the word of God is when God speaks to you and says open a juice bar like a prophet you know <laughs> yeah, or whatever or a prophetic yeah. word yeah. or write a book but don't but don't uh, charge for it give Give these co this many copies away. And if you and if me and you, like you opening the, the Ohana juice bar mm -hmm. here and me writing a book, mm -hmm. if we would have talked to a business person, they would have talked just both of us right out of it. What oh, do you yeah. mean you're not going to sell the book? Yeah. Wait, you're going to write a book, spend all this time writing it. You're going to somehow get money to support it without asking anybody to help you. <laughs> you're not allowed to do that either, right? Am I got this right? I can see me consult some <laughs> business guy. Let me get this right. You're going to write a book. It's going to cost a lot of money to get it printed, but you're not allowed to ask anybody. And then when it's all done, you're not allowed to sell it. Am I hearing you right? Yeah, that's what God told me. <laughs> 16,000 copies later, God keeps showing up strong. All kinds of people are enjoying the fruit of it. But sometimes when God gives you a word, it's crazy to the world. Right. Or to right. the business professional. Yeah. But it's, you know, that's not the way God operates. Why? Because me writing a book and you opening the store, we had to do one thing. We had to do it by faith. By faith. Right? right. So, I mean, God's given me a number to give out the book. Like, I'm like, Lord, okay, how long is this thing going to last? People are ordering a book via mail, you know, during the week. I mail them out mm. at the local post office, which I know everybody in the post office now. <laughs> it's so cool. But when, when you think it's going to like, you know, you think it would die off. You know what I mean? And it just... It's actually picking up momentum. I don't know what the end number will be or if I'll even still be here and that thing will still keep going. I don't know. And to be honest with you now, I don't really care. I just like, hey, Lord, if this is what you want, then so be it. You know what I mean? And so same as you. God gave you a word, told you to open up the juice bar. Yeah, but Lord, I don't have any money. Mm -hmm. I don't have a place. I don't have anything. I don't even know how to run a store. <laughs> I love it. And now it's a success. Right. Because it was done by faith. Oh, my goodness. The good and stuff here. You talked about the mind of Christ, and that's what he gave us to do it, right? To do these things. It's not the mind of a businessman. It's not the mind of, a, of, a, of a, an attorney or not the mind of, a, of an accountant, although those are all great minds. You can't do these kinds of things just with those kind of minds. You have to have the mind of Christ to do it. And, um, and I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that we didn't have to figure it out on our own, that we just said, we'll do it, God. And we said we'd be obedient and we'd have faith. And then he shows up and he I love it. gets it done.
I love too how people keep coming in and out of the store and we're waving to them, but we're not talking to them. You're like you're going with your 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 thing that you're talking about the moment that's in your heart right now. Me too. But we're waving to people as they come in, and they're going like this, be quiet because they know we're on the radio because they see all the equipment. But they could come over and talk. But yeah. it's so cool to do this broadcast in a restaurant, and it's amazing. TJ, what about you? I know you had to believe for. Uh... Oh man, yeah, it's the the microphone. But TJ, what about you? I know you got some. Uh, some faith stories, some things you had to believe God for, and uh, why don't you share one? If okay, not, just cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, they, I've never really had like the experience like you guys have had, where you like legitimately feel like you're hearing from God saying, "Do this," and in your case, Chris, do this, but don't do all this other stuff. Um, but I had a, you know, we've talked to Laura Matera before, who's the uh, wife of. Joe Material, my good friend who passed away from cancer. And um, I, I felt, you know, he, he came up to me one day and he asked me to make a little testimony video. So Dan, if you don't know, I, I do video. That's my main, my main focus, my, my main job. Um, and uh, I had just moved back from California and I was kind of like down on myself. Like I wanted to just be done with video because it didn't work out for me on the West Coast. And I'd come back to New Jersey and uh, he had cancer and he said, you know what? Like, can you get a camera and we can just film my story just real quick, just to have it on video for my girls and my, you know, my wife to have. And I was like, yeah, definitely. So the more we just kept talking about his story, it just kept snowballing and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And he told me this crazy story about how he went to the, or how he was planning on going to the Dominican Republic um, to thank all these people down there who were praying for him. And there's a whole lot of backstory there. Um, There's a whole lot of backstory of how they started praying for him. But um, once he told me all that and then he was like, if I get cured, I'm going there and I'm going to thank them. You know, we're right in the middle of this, not knowing if he's going to get cured. And, uh, I was like, man, if you get cured, I got to go with you and film that. So just, that's how it happened. And we just, we made this 60 minute film about his life and, you know, going through cancer and throughout the process, he was sick and then he was healed and then he got sick again and passed away. And it was like, it was like all over the place and during that process like i was going through ups and downs too because he was like my mentor you know one of my solid mentors and um it was hard to to finish and hard to like i wanted to walk away from it and uh, but we came back to it and we finished and now that i'm you know that was five years ago now that i'm five years removed from that process it's like it's crazy to look back and just see how like you're saying with the walls and the floor and the countertop like how god just was like this isn't your project like this is my project and I'm going to put the things into place for it to get completed. All you have to do is be there when those things arrive. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that's kind of, and during the time, you know, it's like you're working so hard, you don't really see that. But looking back on it, it's, it's just so crazy. Like I, I really didn't do much, you know, it was all God. And I'm sure you could say the same thing mm-hmm. about this place. So, um, yeah, it's just so cool. Like I just think stories like that and testimony besides, you know, hearing from the word of God, it's like, that's the next biggest thing um to win people over for god to say look like god's the one who did this for me i didn't do this for me you know because you know give him the glory when you can right and we were able to tell our story to the two local newspapers here i think it was in the atlanta yeah it was in the shore section of the atlantic city press um we've been able to put it on facebook we've been able to put it on um uh, whatever, what, whoever asks us, <laughs> we tell them the story. And um, it's so just the idea that um, when you tell the testimony, 
it, it encourages people that, well, if, if God can do it for them, that's what I was just going to say. Just look just, at you and they go, oh, you're an author yep. and you're a business owner and you're whatever. We wouldn't be any of those things if it wasn't no for Jesus and that's if it right. wasn't for the faith he gave right. us to do it's, it. It's, you know, that's so true because I was just thinking as TJ was talking about Joe Matera and who was a missionary, right, for FCA and basically and, and that's a powerful video. And TJ does amazing video work. He works for two ministries Coastal Christian in Ocean City, 8th and West, and Soldiers for Faith. Uh, and he, he does awesome. a phenomenal job, you know, putting out the Lord's work mm -hmm. via video. You know what I mean? And it's amazing, TJ, and I thank you for everything that you do. But uh, the thing is, I, I know there's somebody out there listening to us, or we wouldn't be doing this broadcast. And I know you're listening right now. And I know God's got something on your heart that he wants you to do. And you're thinking, wow, God, you did that for Chris with the book. You did it for... TJ with video for Joe, you did it for Dan, you know, with a with a restaurant. But God can do it for you too. You know, you just pray about it, seek the Lord, and ask God exactly what He wants you to do with your life. Something, you know, if you want God to do something amazing in your life, it's gotta be done by faith. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It doesn't get done by in your own power. The Bible says, not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, saith mm -hmm. the Lord. God wants to get glory. See, when Moses, remember when Moses was told to speak to the rock, mm -hmm. to get water for the whole nation of Israel out of this rock? And instead, he struck the rock. You know? And God was upset with that. He loved Moses. Still, you know, Moses is in heaven. He's still mm -hmm. God's boy. But he, he basically robbed God of glory by striking the rock because why because it made it look like to the children of israel that you know moses did it it was his power mm -hmm. and that's not how god wants us to build things or do things or projects mm -hmm. restaurants write books he wants to do it in his power he wants us dependent upon him and that's i think is the thing that a lot of us me included miss you know we pray but then we're like okay now how can i figure it out yeah you know, like I know a guy that was in a lot of debt with his company. He was a contractor, and the real estate market was really booming. He built houses, and somebody would say to him, hey, while you're building my house, could you switch this window over here? And, and you know, normally any other contractor would say, yeah, I can do that, but i got to put, like, an extra $1,000 on because mm -hmm. now it's more time, changing the plans, all these things. He kept saying, I'll catch it on the next one. I'll catch it on the next one. Well, he wound up going over $100,000 in debt, open, owning all these companies. One company right here in Hamilton, he owed a lot of money to. And he put it on budgets. He put it on paper. He talked to people. You know, people said bankruptcy. People said this. People said that. And you know what he basically told me? He said, Chris, a calculator, paper, all that stuff couldn't help me. He said, the only thing that could help me was God. <laughs> he had to believe God to get out of debt. And you know what? He got out of debt. Every dime, he paid back all these people. You know what I mean? It's awesome. a miracle story. It's, it's, it's humongous. And I watched it happen. And, you know, he was doing it by faith, praying about everything. And I, I don't know what it is. It's just something that when we activate faith, God shows up. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, if, if you're listening today, you know, I just pray that, you, you know, whatever God's calling you to do, or what, don't be afraid. Trust the Lord. If you know it's of God, trust him enough to help you get it done because he wants to do it he wants to be the strength of that project so good yeah, stuff he does and and it's the only way um that god really can get some glory in the earth because if it's stuff we can do there on our go. own yep if i can do it because i'm smart enough or strong enough or whatever it's no glory you get the glory right exactly but when it's something i've always said i want people to look at my life and go 
No way Dan could have done that. <laughs> because that, that way God gets the glory. Reminds and uh, so far, so far, so good. Reminds me um, of the 12 disciples, right? They weren't theologians. They didn't graduate from Bible school. They didn't even know what was going on. Mm -hmm. But God says, listen, what, you know, you ever hear this saying, Dan? God doesn't uh, call the qualified people that are qualified, people that have the resume, but he qualifies the call, right. meaning he doesn't need a resume right. from you. You don't have to submit it. You just got to be willing to trust him. And if you're willing to trust him, God is going to show up big time, super strong and powerful. And uh, I think we're about wrapping up right now in the restaurant, Ohana Juice Bar, uh, number 10, Central Ave, Hamilton, New Jersey. Come here, say hello to Dan and Marcy and their children. Grab a uh, juice. You, you won't regret it, I can tell you that. And while you're here, grab a Worry Less, Pray More book and enjoy it. So let me just close in prayer. Mm -hmm. Father, I just thank you for this broadcast, Lord. I just pray that you bless it to those that are listening right now that that are just maybe not trusting you or, or just fear has come upon them. We, we just, in the name of Jesus, we speak to that fear we ask it to depart by the authority of Jesus Christ. If you're listening, just believe God, trust God, and go for it. In Jesus' name, amen. God amen. bless you. Till next week.